welcome to What's Pastors Podcast. My name is Robert. I'm Damien. I'm Steve. And as ever before, my name's James. And on this episode, we're going to be talking about a short film that we recorded a couple of weeks ago and the process that we've been through to create it and edit it and turn it into something that's ready for broadcast. If that's your thing and you're watching on YouTube, why not like, comment or subscribe? And if you listen to us on any other platform, please hit that follow button. Happy New Year, everybody, and welcome to our first podcast of the year. Woohoo! Um, we hope you had a, a very Merry Christmas, and uh, we hope we did too. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, we say we, we, we say we hope, because this was recorded on the uh, 14th of December, so... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah, it's a bit strange talking like that, because earlier today, I filmed a video of myself... Uh, talking to myself in the future, five years from now. Oh, um, okay. yeah. <laughs> so it was it was kind of weird to talk like to myself. So that's a yeah. sort of like reminded me of it talking like that in the like the past tense. So are you gonna revisit that in five years' time? Are you? <laughs> I am. Yeah, and then in five years, it's going to be a video of me now and me five yeah, years yeah. from now reacting cool. to it so i can imagine that being a big youtube algorithm smash <laughs> yeah <laughs> i just have to wait five years to be famous <laughs> it's called playing the long game <laughs> yeah it's particularly weird because i'm editing sin i'm still editing cinderella at the moment which by the time this 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 podcast episode comes out will have been out for a couple of weeks yes. hopefully but um if i ever finish it but it's particularly weird with that because like every single character was recorded completely individually. Mm. So when you hear like three or four people having a conversation, you're actually listening to recordings of four people on like different days doing different, completely different things in different locations. Yeah. So I find it kind of interesting that. Mm. Yeah. And uh, we, I I believe we've already talked about that in a previous episode. So if you want to learn more about Cinderella, go to a previous episode. Or go and watch it if you haven't already. Well, listen to it, really. Yes. Well, yeah. I mean, no, well. <laughs> listen to it, yeah. Hopefully, by the time this comes out, I would have done some quite interesting stuff to the video version of it. So, yeah. Uh, maybe if somebody's clever enough, you can click a link. Just there. So, uh, did you guys have a good Christmas? I don't know. Yeah, it hasn't happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Do you know I what? Think I'm so. getting optimistic. Gosh. I've had a great Christmas. Sure. Thank you very much, yeah. James. Thanks for asking. I've had so many presents. <laughs> <laughs> what a great new year it's been so far. Like the coronavirus has just like, it's just completely disappeared. I know. Um, yeah. I've got a lot richer. Hereafter Productions has just been, uh, just become a massive empire. <laughs> yeah, James has just grown Disney. his first beard hair. <laughs> yes, James has grown his first beard hair. Like, congratulations, James. <laughs> so uh, one of the, the projects that we've done for Christmas is we've decided to start doing some short story videos for YouTube because we've been doing some audio short stories for a while now and someone suggested a little while ago it'd be nice to try and film some things like that uh, to go online. So uh, our first one of those is a Christmas one called The Santa at the Station and it was written by me and was performed by Stephen and we recorded that a couple of weekends ago 
So uh, for Stephen and Robert, it was their first visit to a theatre, specifically the Accountant Centre in Hollyhead, yeah. since March, I guess. Yes. Or possibly February. Um, I was there only in digital form on a laptop. Um, Which is But enough. it was a nice experience. <laughs> so how did you guys find that first attempt at filming something with a green screen? I found it quite interesting, really. Um like we've all pulled together, we've all had ideas and we all just worked together to get it done. Yeah. And I thought that was one of the really great things about it. Like yeah. the teamwork. Yeah, it was. Like it's not just, it's not just the post production, it's not just the pre-production, it's the post-production as well. Yeah. That. Um, <clears throat> so all together, the teamwork, we've got it done, it was brilliant. I've also asked some people to, as a second opinion as well, to see what they think about it and... Um, and some uh, one of the people I've asked actually thought that Stephen was recorded in a train station. Like they actually thought Stephen <laughs> was, they actually thought that we brought one of the chairs from the Hydra Centre to Hollyhead <laughs> train station and <laughs> recorded a scene there. But I was saying no, we just recorded it with the green screen on the Hydra stage. Mm-hmm. I think if there's one thing I'd change about it actually is that I probably I'd have filmed the. St- the second camera from an angle that doesn't show the chair because mm. as it is in the edit, it looks like we did just put Stephen on a chair in the train station and make him yes. read a story. <laughs> or, or maybe find a stool instead of a chair. You know, something that has no back. Yeah, that too. Yeah. yeah. Um, does the chair really matter? Because if there was no back of the chair showing, obviously he'd, he'd be sitting on something, but wouldn't it look a bit strange because... I mean, you could say he's sitting on a on a bench, which obviously they do have benches at uh, yeah, you know, yeah. at the train station. Yeah. So, but would it because of the pictures? Would it look a bit strange as if like the bench was to, going across the platform? To be honest, with the angle of where the chair is pointing, uh, where the camera's pointing towards the chair, it looks like Stephen's mm-hmm. probably a midget standing in front of a tall chair. Thanks. No, no, I'm not calling you a midget. I'm saying that's what it looks like. <laughs> but yeah, right. no, that's what it looks like on the edit, really. So two things I probably yeah. would have slightly changed about it is more takes for Stephen, really, to um, to perfect the lines, really. Um, mm-hmm. Because a few, time, few times we had to retake, um, because of that, a certain part, James missed something in the script yeah but um but yeah i would say at least five takes but we were restricted enough as it was and we didn't want to push our luck so um so more takes and yeah a wider camera angle yeah is two things i would change about it i mean the first take like damon just said went fine quite smoothly and then James decided that there was two words in it that wasn't quite right, and we had to redo it again. <laughs> and then you plucked every single line. Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Proofreading is really important. Yes, I did. I did proofread it, but some things always slip through. Yeah, with a, something that's longer than two pages. Um, why would you change the camera angles? Um, just out of interest, because um, I'm still learning just... all of this myself. So. I just feel like it was a bit too much in Stephen's face. Mm-hmm. And um, right. and I'm thinking, <coughs> the children are definitely going to be scared of that old man. Nice. <laughs> Unless they're the old. <laughs> Why would they be scared? I've not got a scary face. Uh, well, when I was editing it, um, 
when I was editing it, doing a track <laughs> motion thing, because the green, the green screen was uh, reflecting in your glasses. Oh, yeah. So I had to do track mm. motion to add a kind of white background behind your glasses. Okay. And um, whilst I was doing that, I was seeing pretty much every single facial expression you made. <laughs> and a lot of it looked scary, to be yeah. honest. Like, You're it like was just going to be watching it in slow motion. It looks oh, like, yeah. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> that front camera angle is so crisp. You can see oh, like every yeah. detail. I can see every Steven wrinkle in slow point. motion. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> you can see him aging in slow motion. Yeah. In fact, yeah. we had to we had to apply makeup to Steven's wrinkles for continuity from take one to take two to yeah. take three. No. And and the ca- the cameras that I chose were it, it is a budget camera. It's not the mm. most expensive camera you can get. It's mm. a budget one. So you know, it's not bad. If you're watching this on YouTube. Uh, click. Uh, we'll leave a link below for you to see the uh, for you to see this video, and I really challenge you to watch it in slow motion. <laughs> slow motion, 1080p, 50 frames per second. I, was, I must say it was uh, pretty great for me because you know I think I I think I wrote the script in maybe one evening, so it was a pretty. It's only got about three pages long, so it wasn't a big thing. Well, no wonder there was issues with it. <laughs> <laughs> I did proofread it, I promise. Um, but then it was like, you know, we spent uh, maybe, you know, it was like, well, it was one afternoon recording it. And then I did a little bit of stuff to the audio and I sent it off and Rob ed- edited it really quickly. So I didn't have to do anything to do with that. And then Damien did all the, the green screen stuff. Yep. So all I had to do was write the script, do the audio editing and the music. And it was, yeah, it was great. Mm-hmm. Wow, the writers ha- has it easier for once. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a good thing about having a team with different skill yes. sets. You know, yeah, I true. mean, your that's job true. is is this, and your you know the other person's job is is that. So you know, you all work together to produce and make uh, you know something that um, you know your viewers, audiences, whatever would enjoy. So yeah, it's not it's not all down to one person. Like I said earlier, it's the teamwork. It, um, the, yeah. whole t- the whole project was a teamwork. We had the on-screen talent over here, Senor Stephen. Yep. I don't know why I'm putting thumbs up. You can't see me. <laughs> well, yes. I said the on-screen talent, and there's no screen now. Where's the talent? <laughs> we had the on-screen talent. We had the uh, the sound designer. Would it, are you sound designer, James? Would you call yourself? Would yeah. Yeah. Composer as well. Yeah, compo- yeah sound <coughs> center, composer. And we had the, the two video editors. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And um, we spent, cause, so for the background images, I went on uh, one of these royalty-free uh, picture websites and I spent ages trying to find, because not only did we need an image of a, a station platform, an empty station platform at night time, but we needed side on camera angle as well. And it was just, I spent ages trying to find two images that looked like they matched mm. and it was just a nightmare. Yeah. Uh, and in the end, Damien volunteered to actually just go to Hollyhead station and take some photos, which he did. And they looked fine. And yeah, then just great. by coincidence, he got a new phone and went and retook them and they were took far a whole better. bunch of new photos that are way better. Yeah. 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 But they had to go through a whole lot of um, asking permission to take photos. Oh yeah. 
Believe it or not, the stations don't like it if you take photos. Even though on the National Rail, National Rail website, you, it says you're perfectly allowed as long as you don't use flash photography. Mm-hmm. And as long as you don't get, um, you don't break any station rules. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you get people taking photos of trains, yeah, you, you know, yeah. Yeah. and stuff. Like you. Never have to ask permission to do that. So. You always do yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> I used to do that a lot. But, but you know, when there's like a steam train or whatever, there's hundreds of people on platforms taking photos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the recording, um, you know, we mentioned like the back of the chair, etc. Would it have still worked if Steve was standing up instead of sitting down? It would have, yes. Um, like, otherwise, I would have taken the picture instead of like knee, instead of like lying down on the floor taking a picture. You know, so so it's just about Stephen's height. <laughs> I would have been standing <laughs> ah, up. Ah, very funny. No, no, I wouldn't be standing up. Were you sitting down on the chair? Probably taking a picture of him about Stephen's height. I'm not really that short. Yeah. Really, I'm not. <laughs> really. <laughs> but anyway, despite all these uh, little faults, I mean, it was our first time uh, using a green screen and first time yeah. doing this sort of thing. So, you know, we can only live and learn and keep improving <laughs> oh, yeah. for the next time and the time after that and time after that, etc. You know, oh, um, yeah. but I think to be fair for our first attempt, I think it turned out really well. Um, <clears throat> you know, um, I, I've, I've said this before, but I've watched a lot of films with really bad green screen mm. and it looks terrible because say if they're in a car and you can clearly see that they've used a green screen because um, the yeah. lighting, one, one of the biggest thing that, that stands out for me is the lighting on their face it doesn't move. Mm. Um, and the background obviously because they're driving in the car is moving, but the light on their face is not, is not moving at all. It's just staying mm. still. Um, and the other thing that stands out, um, that they've used the green screen is they're just, they're just doing that, <laughs> you know, it like pretending to drive a car, but they're not like, turning or looking around. They're just, you know, moving the wheel from, you know, left to right all the time. Um, mm. But uh, yeah, so for a first attempt, I think it turned out re- really, really well. It's worth mentioning as well that this was recorded safely <coughs> with social distancing yes. and all those things. We try not to oh, talk yeah. about the um, <clears throat> the pandemic uh, on this podcast, mm-hmm. yeah. but um, it's worth mentioning we kind of, with the theatre, we agreed a set of rules. Yes, so for instance, did. everyone was to wear a mask all the time, apart yeah. from when, apart from Stephen, when he, only when he was on camera, yeah. uh, touching you're only supposed to touch certain pieces of equipment um staying two meters apart from each other etc well james you stayed um, more than two meters apart where were you yeah, james? i stayed 100 miles apart <laughs> <laughs> i was in sheffield so. <laughs> yeah. um but it, i think it was nice to be back in the theatre. Oh yes, it was. You know, yeah. in some form. Yeah. Even yeah. I wasn't actually technically back in the theatre. But yeah, yeah. yeah it was nice. I mean, um, virtually you were. You, you know, you know, <laughs> yeah. You know, when you're waiting to um, for your queue line to go on the stage, and like, well, for me, I'm always thinking like, why, why am I doing this? Why have I accepted this part? And yeah, you know, why am yeah. I putting myself under this pressure? Um, yeah. uh, but now not having not 
done anything uh you know for this past year you know any live shows etc um i do miss being there i miss being in the theater miss being in live mm. shows and you know mm. all of that so yeah like you said james is like being back at the theater was uh, you know a really nice feeling you know um to be doing something like that again um mm. you know it's it's yeah. been greatly missed for me theater is like yeah. a second home yes like I, I, yeah. uh, when i'm in Nihadra, i always just love being there yeah it's and nice. being on the stage it just <clears throat> brings me brings me to life really yeah yeah, same for me, really. I yeah. love being in that building. And me. It's nice to have made something there, even if it's not mm. a live show this year, just to have, like, actually yeah. created something there. I've got to say, yeah. um, Rob, Rob, Robert, you mentioned um, something about pressure in what you were just saying earlier now. And I was thinking yeah. at, the, at that point, I was thinking Stephen's been put, Stephen must have been put to a lot of pressure with the recording of the, of the green screen video. It's something different that you haven't really done before. No, it's not. Uh Yeah. 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 Especially as, you know, because we've been doing quite a lot of these short stories and audio plays. So we've done a lot of things where we've recorded things with basically very little rehearsal. So it's pretty much just reading something off a page. Yeah. Uh, But here you've got, you're doing that, as well, but you've got the added challenge of people can see you doing this. So mm. you're trying to make it look, you're trying to look at the camera as much as you can and try not to look like you're reading it off a yeah. page, yeah. Mm. you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's why I, 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 I said to you, Steve, like when you are reading it, um, just make sure that you look around the place and, you know, move your eyes, not fixed on one place because then if like if I was watching it and like I wasn't involved in the filming of it whatever and I just saw you looking in one place all the time I'd think maybe he's reading something mm-hmm. but if you like you did you moved around and you know um which was really good um so it gave that impression that you weren't reading it um cool. or I hope to people who doesn't know behind the scenes stuff um hopefully it gives that impression which i think it will because you did move around and etc yeah. so it was good yeah and there you well, go damon that's why i was moving around so much it well, was rob's fault well, yeah it was my fault <laughs> <laughs> sorry you can't, can't describe this in the, uh, in audio as much as it can but uh actually in probably can you're almost bowing a lot in the in the video, <laughs> you're you're kind of bowing quite a lot. So the motion the motion oh, line is in the green line, and it almost that. resembles something obscene, Stephen. That's your kind of head movements. <laughs> Not going to describe okay. it. Want to keep the clean rating? <laughs> anyway, I was I was going to say a bit like one of those. Um, uh, desktop toy things where it's like a bird that you it rocks back and forwards and like drinks water out of a cup. <laughs> <laughs> you know yes. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh dear. I don't know what it's called, but uh, yeah, I know, what no. I know what you mean. And I think, and yeah, Stephen's probably like that on that video. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the sound for this, we we record. So we had two cameras. Uh, one of them was Rob's camera. The other was uh, an identical camera that we borrowed from. Uh, from our friend Tom, Tom Warwick from the Echo Rep. And each of those has like a an exterior microphone that we used. And we also got a, 
a Shure SM57 mic on a stand yeah. just below the line of the camera, so it got it pretty close. Uh, and so I kind of combined these things and these three audios and synced them up and largely discarded the T-Mic phone ones because they were far enough away that I was hearing mostly reverb from the hall because it's, it's a big stone room, so there was just tons of yeah. tons of reverb that I didn't quite want. So it was mostly just the main microphone. Um Although it sounded, just a little bit of reverb, it sounded maybe like it could be in a in a train station. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it was, it worked out all right. Mm. Um, but then I added in some very low level atmospheric sounds of just a quiet train station yeah. in the background, yeah. just to add to I it. I thought I could hear something in the editor. Train rumbling at the yeah. start. I mean, I I I really liked that. Like, um, I didn't know he was going to do that, but I liked it because it just added some atmosphere and stuff to mm. the video instead of it just yeah, being a voice you know it some some background noise there i think it was great um i mean you, you do you do that a lot with um like the acting segments that we do um yeah. you know you add some sound design there and you know it, it i think it, it draws people in more when you've added that kind of stuff and it doesn't sound as if we're just like talking as we are now, you sort of change it up a little bit and it sounds really good. I think like you can sort of like, like the person listening to it can imagine that these people are in, in this room, you know, hearing the sound effects and you hear a sound effect of somebody knocking on the door or something. And you can, you can sort of imagine that in your head because of those sound effects. So I think that's great. Are you suggesting we add train sound effects behind this? <laughs> yeah. This week's podcast was recorded <laughs> on the Eiffel Tower. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just hear French people. <laughs> I hear French people. <laughs> um, yeah. I always find it interesting with those acting segments as well, that, that when you listen back to it from the bit where it's just us talking, mm. all, all I do is add a bit of reverb to the voices do a bit of panning and a bit of atmospheric noise in the background and suddenly it just, it almost sounds like a completely different thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I find that kind of fascinating. Yeah. Like the general. first, yeah. the first acting segment we did, and I heard that for the first time. I was, I was really impressed. <laughs> like I was like, Oh God, that really sounded good. So yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Cool. You're welcome. And uh, also the music, don't know if I've talked about this before. I basically a friend of mine at uni uh, told me about this thing that he downloaded. It's called a, an orchestral sample library, which he managed to get for free, and he recommended I get hold of it as well, which I did. Uh, it's basically um, a recording or rec- set of recordings, s- samples of a full orchestra, uh, in particular the BBC Symphony Orchestra, and you can use them to record your own music so i've started like since i've got hold of this thing i've started doing some more orchestral stuff and just like the sound quality of the music that i'm writing has just kind of really gone up a gear Mm. not just because of the technology so Mm. you can hear that in at the start of um the center at the station as well so i was i was really happy with how the music turned out Ah, so so you're gonna start producing some actually good music for a change Hopefully. <laughs> so good I was thinking about making that joke, but I refrained myself from doing it. Yeah, well, I didn't. <laughs> You've got no filter. 
nope. <laughs> <laughs> Apart from the pop filter. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> Sorry, that was bad. It was bad. Yeah. You see, I'm not laughing. Well, would you, what do you expect? Well, yeah, what do you expect from the person who written, uh, who written 99% of Cinderella? <laughs> 99%. But yeah, on the whole, I think I was, I was really happy with how it turned out um, as a team effort as well. Not not just the products, but the, the way we managed to work together to, to get it done. Yeah, that was good. I was really happy with it. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Look forward to hopefully doing some more things like that in yeah. the future. Oh, um, yes. Yeah, yeah. I think the next thing I want to do actually is, uh, I, I think we spoke about this the other day off the podcast, but we talked about maybe doing some short films. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just that'd little 10 good. minute shorts. Yeah. yeah. That'd be good. That'd be fun. So have more actors yeah. and record on location and stuff. Mm-hmm. Maybe enter some into the short film festivals. Yeah. That'd be good. Yeah. Definitely. Why not? Yeah, Why not? I mean, I think especially as we've got this, full length film with the Akeldra rep that Tom's written in the, in the pipeline, it would be yes. good to try and yeah. hone some of those techniques in advance. Yes, you know? it would be. Yeah. Yeah. Good. yeah good idea. Talking of Tom, uh, we're going to hopefully have him as a guest in the near future. We've been saying that for a little while, but um, hopefully we're going to figure out a, a way of getting that done safely before too long. So looking forward to that. And also an idea that, that uh, Rob came up with a little while ago that I liked was um, that he suggested we extend this these uh, audio play things that we've been doing and actually write a full, like a half hour long play and split it into two episodes. So we, we do half the play, talk about it, and then the next episode we do the other half of the play and, and talk about it, which is an idea I like. Yeah. So hopefully we're going to be doing that pretty no, soon as well. Idea. I agree. <laughs> But yeah, I think sort of this, hopefully this new year, things are going to start getting back on track. Yeah. And hopefully. I'm hoping we'll get a stage production <coughs> in at some point this That'd year. That'd be good. That'd be good. At the very least, Dick Whissington, hopefully at yeah. Christmas. Um, I really want to, really want to do that. Well, and maybe we'll get something else in there as well. I'm yeah. optimistic that it will definitely happen. Good. But I think it's, I think, you know, 2020, although it's been a disaster in terms of like stage stuff i think at least we've learned a lot about doing different media you know with the audio and we started doing these videos and things like that and the podcast so yeah i think we've we've managed to still produce a lot of stuff yeah okay so moving on to the quiz this week damien is asking the questions and he's got five musical theatre questions for us. The premise is that he's going to poorly describe a musical and we have to guess which musical that is. So, um, so number one is a barber makes delicious pies. Oh, well. <laughs> and I repeat, I a barber that. makes <laughs> delicious pies. Number two, a reclusive composer kidnaps a young woman. Uh, yeah, okay. Question three. The musical that taught us all to change who we are to be with who uh, who we love. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. Are we ready for question four? A famous writer and his wife meddle in some young lover's story. Death Trap? 
<laughs> it sounds like it. That's yeah. kind of musical. <laughs> Here's number five. A pathological liar starts a new religion in Africa. Oh, I do know that one. Pathological liar? A pathological liar starts a new religion in Africa. So, question one, which was a barber makes delicious pies. What was it? Sweeney Todd. Sweeney Todd. Sweeney Todd. Yay. Number two. I'm confident on four out of five of these, so. Number two, a reclusive composer kidnaps a young woman. What answer is it? Phantom. Phantom of the Opera? It was the Phantom of the Opera. Yeah, I'll accept cool. the fan. I'll accept Phantom because it's a nickname. I did actually write Phantom of the Opera. Thank you. Oh, okay then. <laughs> well, can you answer this, Senor Stephen? I'll try. The musical that taught us all to change who we are to be with the who we love. That was question three. That Greece. Is it James? Yeah, that's what I want. It is Greece. Yay. Number four. A famous writer and his wife medal in Young Lover's Story. I haven't got anything down for this one because I couldn't think of anything. No, no idea. Well, it says on here, Romeo and Juliet. Didn't think that was a musical, what? but this web's... not a musical. I know, that's what I thought, but the sources I've got this from says it's a musical. <laughs> uh, just Hang on, a famous writer... It must be some, like, adaptation of it, then. Yeah, it must be yeah. an adaptation. Must be. But the, I've got it from this website, which I'm not going to source because I don't deserve the error. <laughs> no, because I've changed quite a lot of it to my own stuff as well, but I kept oh, yeah. two. And number five, a pathological liar <coughs> starts a new religion in Africa. What is it? Book of Mormon. Book of Mormon! Oh! There we are. Five questions. I don't actually think that was set in Africa. There we go. I got four out of five. I got three. And Robert? <clears throat> One. And Robert is out. Uh, Sorry, what was that, Rob? Ro Robert, <laughs> Robert is today's big loser. <laughs> yeah, fuck off. To be fair, I'm not big on musicals. I use. Musicals aren't really my thing, so... And that's about it for the first episode of 2021. Um, we hope you enjoyed this first episode um, of the new year. And um, like always, you know what to do if you have. Um, please like the video. Um, subscribe to the channel if you have not. And comment down below telling us what you think and, well, any topics you want us to talk about in the future. And, um, yeah, if you listening to uh, this podcast on any of the platform then remember to hit that follow button this podcast is uh, now available on most streaming platforms including google podcast itunes podcast and amazon podcast and don't forget to check out the links in the description for our other channels and websites and on that note it's bye from me it's a bye from me and it's bye from me and to play us out, I'm going to play you a selection of the little bits of music that I've written for the various Christmas releases uh, that we've done this year, uh, using some of those beautiful orchestral sounds that I talked about earlier. So uh, there's going to be the uh, music from the Santa at the Station, Cinderella, Charles Dickens short stories. Hope you enjoy, and uh, goodbye from me. Thank mm -hmm. you.